right, let me get situated here because the cat is in this place where I would usually go to talk. <laughs> uh, and you know how that is. The, the cat, cat wins. Oh, yeah, all the time. The cat is They have, winner. like, claws and stuff, you know. They can retaliate. That's right. <laughs> hey, everybody. Todd Conklin, Pre-Accident Investigation Podcast. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening in. This one I'm super excited about. Well, I'm always... It's the, some I'm more excited than others. I'll just, I'll be honest with you. This one, though, it meets my excitement test uh, squarely between the eyes, which is kind of a violent image. I didn't mean it to be violent. It's a loving tap between the eyes because we get to talk to my buddy. And I think one of the premier resources in complexity and organizations, Jim Barker from Dalhousie University. Um, and Jim is really about to craft, in fact, it's happening as we speak, I'll bet you, uh, a brand new book on leadership in complex organizations. And so he's always, I mean, he's the guy I go to when I think about complexity from the non-engineering side of the house. So he thinks about organizational resilience, whereas like David Woods thinks about engineering resilience or Sidney Decker thinks about sort of safety resilience Barker's kind of the dude that thinks about complexity in organizations. And he's just, if you've not read his stuff or looked him up, he's someone to look up. And if you're in Canada, you ought to go hang out with him. But he, I called him because we're at a point now where organizational complexity is a big deal. Uh, and you know this because you're living there. So, I mean, it's not a problem. We've got We've got workers working. We've got workers at home. We've got people redefining roles. We've got a, a lean away from efficiency towards thoroughness. We're, I mean, there's just a, there's a lot going on here uh, at every single level. You know that you're there. And so I asked Jim, what should we be thinking about from an organizational complexity side of the house? And he had lots to say, lots to share with us. He's going to talk really about leadership in complex organizations but he's going to color it because, I mean, why wouldn't you with COVID-19 and this idea of um, sort of this extreme event? Now, I'm kind of like – so I wouldn't call this a black swan event because many, 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 many people predicted this. This is really an ex kind of an extreme event beyond – it really get beyond our capacity. But the only reason it got beyond our capacity is, is really because it's, it got beyond our capacity. It's not that this wasn't predictable. It was quite predictable. It's just the idea of scheduling it. Well, we talk about this stuff all the time, but it's interesting to hear Jim talk about really how organizational leadership plays this very interesting role in an organization and the nature of complexity, sort of the, the, the idea that we're all sort of in a, in a place where we're interdependent interrelated and interconnected, which really is the definition of complexity. Those couplings are really important. That's what this podcast will do. Uh, my guess is you're going to love it. Well, I'm not guessing. You, I know you're going to love this. My guess is, is that you might want to pass this up to your leadership chain because this is something strategically 
that this is a discussion they should be having. Probably should have had it before everything happened, but uh, there's no time like the present. It's like when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. Thank you. I'm around all day. You can hang out with me. This is the Barker podcast uh, for for COVID-19, but it's also the Barker podcast on leadership in complex organizations. And I think it's a relatively good snapshot, a little vignette, if you will, of what the new book's going to be like. I can't imagine that didn't sneak its way. He didn't say it did. But between you and I, I'm pretty certain that's going to sneak its way in the conversation. So let's um let's sit back and listen, because I think you'll find this to be uh, well worth your time. So here's young Jim Barker, Dalhousie University, talking about specifically leadership in complex organizations at time of crisis. Open for kind words. Those are those are great. But I mean, Tom, what I want to talk to today is you know we we take two two concepts like leadership and complexity. And we overlay those onto the COVID-19 situation, which is a very useful example of it. Uh, but it's also a, a very easy to map this onto general safety, particularly in, in what we need when we're in conditions of uncertainty, like after an accident or other kinds of conditions for uncertainty. That's, that's, where, uh, that's where what I want to talk about today really maps well. It's in sharp relief because of COVID-19 and our, all of our experience with COVID-19 right now, but, but, but it isn't just about dealing with pandemics. It's about dealing with any kinds of high incidents of, uh, of uncertainty, like any type of crisis situation uh, that an organization is going through. And, and for us, those situations are usually brought on by an accident of some kind. But we have to start, and, and this is where complexity pushes us to think it through. We have to start with what do people need to hear? And what they need to hear will also be what they want to hear. But it's better, I ask the question, or I think it's better to ask the question of what do they need to hear? And what they need to hear in this situation is something, anything that helps them to make sense. In complex situations, and again, let's think about safety and we think about all the different types that we all of safety issues that all of us working with, with uh, uh, particularly the high risk organizations deal with. In those organizations, we have to make good sense of the present moment. What's happening in the present moment? If we have we have to make good sense of that or else we'll trigger some type of latent condition uh, you know, that's ambient in our high risk situation and something bad will happen. So we're under a lot of stress to make really good sense about what's happening in the present. And we have to make sense about the risk that are there in the present. And that's what complexity, organizational complexity teaches us to do. It teaches us that the main thing that we're, we are all trying to do is make good sense of ambient risk, whether that's ambient risk to human health, like we deal with in, oftentimes in high-risk organizations, or human safety and, 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 and uh, hurt to humans, or it's, it's risk to the value that an organization is trying to create. You know, that, that risk is always there. And an organization, again, complexity pushes us to look to that and to try to understand how it is that we are making sense of ambient risk. So what COVID-19 does is that brings that all into, again, sharp relief for us. We can readily see how in a COVID-19 pandemic, how we are all interdependent, interrelated, and interconnected, the three hallmarks of any 
complex organization. Those three types of, of, of interdependent are interdependencies, interdependent, interrelated, interconnected. And, and we see that all the time with COVID, with how COVID-19 is playing out just in the, the various charts that we can see every day that are tracking the illness around the world. But for human beings, what happens with human beings is besides interdependence, interconnectedness and interrelatedness, we also have infinite potentialities because we as human beings are very complex entities. And so anytime we get together, what comes out of that interaction can be or is really a, a set of infinite possibilities. That's why making good sense of ambient risk is so important, because when we make good sense of ambient risk, we narrow the range of those potentialities, which helps us to act in safer, resilient, generally all around better ways. So an example, we'll take the example you know, out, of, out of COVID-19. Should we wear masks or not? Uh, uh, and particularly in one thing that, that, that you know, if, if we start to loosen up elements and let people go back to work, should we wear a mask? Well, we have medical guidance about the, about, uh, the relative risk of wearing a mask or not. And so we have to make really good sense of that. You know, is it useful for us, given what we know about the risk involved and the mitigation capability of masks, should we, should we wear them? So that's, that's, a, that's an ambient risk and an ambient set of sense-making that we're all trying to make. Uh, you know, even today and right as we work today. But if we go back to the point, Todd, about what it is that, you know, if, if people need to make good sense in a, in a crisis situation and what do they need to hear to do that, you know, what is it that they need, particularly now if we, if we, if we bring leadership in and as they look to senior leaders, and a lot we see this with key political leaders uh, or the, uh, uh, the key health officials uh, that, that, that we see on, on the media an awful lot. What is it that we need to hear? And we need to hear a message that tells us three things. First off, what we need, particularly from organizations, is a sense of stability. Now, that doesn't mean that things are the same or they're unchanging. What it means is that that stability is a way of moving forward through the uncertainty of this present moment. That's what the stability is about. You know, it's not stability that we're just everything's going to be the same. It, the stability that we need is, yes, we can move forward through this uncertainty in a useful way. So you take that point and again, you listen to what we hear from senior leaders around COVID-19 and that message in trying to trying to help us make sense that we are. Yes, we are moving forward in a useful way. If we think now back to uh, whenever an accident has occurred or some type of organizational crisis, again, we hear that we hear that sense of stability coming out in the messaging or if the executive is sharp. We'll hear that sense of stability coming out in the message. So it's a little bit of a different take on stability than what we're used to. But it, remember, it's about the ability to move forward through the uncertainty, that we can still get things done, that we can move forward in a positive direction despite the, the, uh, 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 you know, the, the uncertainty of the moment. Uh, oftentimes, uh, uh, organizations will fall back onto their sense of purpose at this time, or we hear things about how – uh, you know, you know, the, you know, people are going to be there for us. Uh, the organization is going to be there. We're going to be there to take care of ourselves, to take care of everyone. It's drawing on that sense of purpose also helps us give stability. But to get stability, we need confidence. And confidence on the part of the people that are trying to make sense of the situation. 
and it's confident. We like to use the word trust. I don't much like the word trust. We tend to overuse the word trust. I like the word confidence a lot better because what we are trying to do is get confidence in the sense that we're making. So if we hear a message about stability and that ability to move forward through the uncertain in a useful direction, we need to have confidence that that is the right way to go, that it will work. Uh, and we don't expect a guarantee. You know, we, we, we understand that as human beings. We just need to know that it enables us to move forward in a useful direction. So we need to have that level of confidence. A, one way that we see this projected right now is with Jacinda Ardern, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, who uh, has uh, – there have been a number of articles that have just come out recently that talk about her leadership quality. In fact, Atlantic Magazine just named her the world's mo- – you know, the world's best leader essentially yeah. for this she, time. She's quite remarkable. Oh, yes, she is. And the way that she does that, she mixes the message about what the way forward is with empathy. So it's not just random empathy at all or anything like that. It, it's and 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 it's not done in a way that is that is uh, you know you know just just to just to build trust. It's done to build confidence, build confidence in that message about the way forward. So she projects empathy, and in a way, it's much it's very natural for her. But she does that in a way that instills confidence in her message. And so the people of New Zealand then act accordingly. You know, they will make sense of, of the message uh, about how they are going to work with their level four, for example, uh, and, and, and develop ways of working with them. But it's that ability to build confidence. And so that leveraging of empathy to build confidence in the message about stability. The last or the third part that, that's important here, Todd, is consistency. We need consistency in that message. Uh, so that is why, even though we see the key uh, leaders, key executives, key public health officials changing the message somewhat day to day as new conditions warrant, but it's always a consistent message. So now let's take an example. Uh, wash your hands. You know, that gives us a consistent message about what we can do, and that's what the consistency has to be. It has to be about what we can do right now in this uncertainty. Uh, uh, the offshore platforms in oil and gas, big on holding the handrail when you go up and down stairways on the air on the on the on the uh, uh, oil platforms. Same same thing, different context, same thing. Building consistency, what you can do right now to move forward in a useful direction. Hold on to the handrail. So it's that consistency. That well, that well, that consistency of the message about what it is that that we can do, the people, the members of the organization, what we can do right now, that keeps us moving forward. And here's the way that it works. Interestingly, Todd, is that if we lose consistency, that part about action, you know, if we if we if we if 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 we don't get a consistent message, we're unsure about our actions moving forward. We lose confidence. We lose confidence. We lose stability. And we lose stability, we're in trouble with the organization because we're just flailing away in the uncertainty. And so that's what complexity and leadership teach us about the message that we need to hear in times of high risk, high uncertainty, like what we have right now. We need to hear a message that is consistent because that consistent message will give us confidence that we're making sense in the right way. 
and it will ultimately give us stability. And that stability means just enough stability to believe that we are moving forward in the right direction. So that, that's what we get when we have uh, uh, when we're facing these kinds of complex situations, Todd. Interesting. I, li I like how uh, I like how they build upon one another. That consistent messaging, messages with strong fidelity, um, build confidence, and then that confidence creates stability. It makes sense. It's 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 a good context to create organizationally. And fidelity is a very important word that you that you brought up. And thanks for bringing that up, because notice how the fidelity will also help connect back through. If it, if the message is consistent and has fidelity, it has fidelity back through confidence to. Yeah what direction we're supposed to move forward to right now and why that is positive, why that is useful. Again, you lose that fidelity by inconsistency, by lack of confidence, you lose stability. What, how, do, how do we handle changes, adaptive changes that happen? I mean, because changes are going to happen, but I wouldn't think changes necessarily are direct affront to consistency. You just must have to be honest and quick and talk about them openly. Uh, how do you recommend that? Well, the key way um, to deal with that, Todd, and I mean, it, and it, it can be a bit of a confusing point because we think, well, you have this part about consistency and confidence and stability, but yet things do change and, and they will change. And we do have to adapt because adaptation is another key part that, that complexity teaches us. But this becomes a part for good judgment and wise choices, which we have to make. We know that we have to adapt. We know that information will changing, and the context around mask is a good one. Right. You know, the That's the knowledge around of. mask and whether or not we should wear a mask has changed. So we know, and but we will get that as people. We will understand that new information will come in, particularly if the if that message about stability is that we will shift and move as we get more information. Again, think about dealing in after a serious accident. You know, and the messaging that has to happen after a serious accident. You know, so, so we do get that, we do understand that. What has to happen, it goes back to the action. When we move and adapt, that adaptation has to show us that we were doing this right now, but what we've learned is that we're going to move better forward in a useful direction if we do this. So we weren't sure about masks and whether we should give guidance about wearing a mask before, but with new evidence coming in, now we feel much you know, much more strongly that we should be wearing masks. So now we're going to change and do it. So, so it's it's again it's a it's connect it's back to the fidelity piece, Todd, actually that you just talked about. When we need to change and move and adapt, we need to connect that back to or give fidelity to the ability to move forward in that useful direction, that sense of stability. What advice would you give leaders to, to, cause this is really powerful. What do they need to be thinking about? Um, well, you under the oh, notion of uh, deliberate action, of, of, yeah. ca cause capacity is the ability to do something. So what do they need to do? First off, let's go, let's draw on how, senior leaders and executives are, are taught 
to deal with a crisis situation. And this is something that's, you know, it's common. It, it, it's in a lot of the, a lot of the public relations training or a better way to say that, that it, it's a mantra of the public relations training out there is that what you have to do if you're the, if you're the senior person, if you're the one fronting up to the media or to the public, you should say, this is what we know. This is what we don't know. And this is what we're doing about it. And then, you know, that, that's, that's, that's been a, a advice and framing that's been around for a long period of time. But let's look at what that simple kind of advice does. You know, this is what we know, this is what we don't know, and this is what we're doing about it. Notice how if you hit those three th elements, you'll tend to build a sense of, of, of consistency, confidence, and stability. Even though it's still uncertain, what you're doing when you say something particularly like, this is what... This is what we're doing about what we don't know. You give people a way of going forward. You give them some sense of how to go forward. So for, for if, again, if you're the executive, let's, to build on that for a moment, if you're the executive, if you're the person fronting up to the media or fronting up to a union or fronting up to uh, stakeholders or just fronting up to the public, let's go back to the messaging. What do they want to hear or need to hear? And of course, what they need to hear will be what they want to hear. What they need to hear is that message first about stability, that we are trying to move forward in a useful direction in these certain times, and this is how we're doing it. So with that, if, if you can, hit, again, with, with, with that message about stability, about hitting that point, about here, this is how we're moving forward in a positive direction, that can build confidence, especially if that message is communicated with a degree of empathy, like we were talking about with, with uh Jacinda uh, Adern from New Zealand. If we build confidence, then the message has to be consistent. So it, for me, for the senior leaders, it's remembering those three things. You have a consistent message about what we are doing right now and what the people in the organization also can do right now to move forward. That message can build confidence, that consistency will build confidence, and confidence builds stability to keep those three elements of what people need to hear in mind. So layering the notion of complexity on top of all this. Yes. Let me ask that again. How okay, yeah, I, I missed part of it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's probably because, you know, we're using uh, incredible uh, computer-aided <laughs> communication <laughs> like everyone else is. Layering yes. the notion of how complexity influences all of this, that's really interesting yeah. that then there's this layer of, of complexity, and I don't mean complexity in the trite way you say there's a layer of complexity, but these are people operating in complex systems in complex organizations in, in, in hugely complex context right now. And so the targets strike me as moving all the time. The targets are moving all the time, but they're, they're, you know, it, on one level, uh, it's overwhelming uh, because there's so much happening, so much moving. But on another level, we as human beings, we're actually used to that. Uh, you know, we are very complex people. We live very complex lives, all of us. Uh, and we're used to dealing with complex situations. Uh, you know, one of the best examples is driving a car. Driving a car is one of the most complex activities we can do as a human being. Just because of all the inputs, all the things that are happening uh, right in front of us every moment as we're driving. So even though we can we we feel on some levels that it's all overwhelming on another level we are actually used to dealing with it. So what we have to do is speak 
to the elements that help us at that level of familiarity we all have in dealing with complexity. So what do we need? We need the ability to make good sense of ambient risk. That's what we look to the, you know, that's what we look to our senior leaders to help us do, to facilitate for us. We look for our senior leaders to help us make good sense of ambient risk. And, and that's what complexity teaches. How do, we, how do we navigate our way through complexity? How do we find that useful way of moving forward? It's all about making, the, making good sense of ambient risk, and that becomes a key, especially executive leadership responsibility to do that. If you can do that really well as an executive, it will help chain out across everybody else uh, because you get that consistency, the confidence, and in particular, uh, that sense of stability. You know, Todd, I know that, that seems rather simplistic, uh, but uh, you know, there, you know, and we are we are very adaptable. We are very creative people. To be able to move forward together effectively, in many situations, we don't need that much, really, because we are so used to working with complexity. We just need to know that what we're doing is moving in the right direction and we need to have confidence in it. We need the consistency and then generally we can do that. So it doesn't mean that it's easy by any means at all, but we can move, we can generate movement in the right direction. And we also get and understand that we do adapt as we do that. If we can keep the fidelity, as you said you know, before, then that gives us that, gives us that ability to keep moving forward. So that's interesting and, and somewhat heartwarming that we're used to being in complex systems. Driving is, you know, the example. The one I think about all the time is walking through an airport, although that would be much better now. But, but you know, you can walk through a busy airport and not bump into somebody. Complex systems. We're used to that. It just seems strangely amplified by the, the seriousness or the consequence or the, the, the impact, the global impact of of what's happening, but it's the same right. tools we use to navigate complexity in our organizations. They're just amplified. They're highlighted in order to uh, reflect the current conditions that we're in now. Um, that, that, that I think is encouraging. Uh, the, the ability to tell people they have these skill sets, use them. Is that, is that a fair assumption? It's a very fair assumption. Uh, you know, the biggest problem academically uh, uh, with with complexity is that we do not have a language or a mechanism for teaching ourselves how good we are in dealing with complexity. It, it doesn't. We don't have it. Uh, you know, we have languages about psychology, language about economics, and so forth. We don't have a language of complexity that we can draw on to teach us how it is that we're so good at navigating it, so we don't know that we're good at navigating it. It's a really, don't have that's a really an amazing point because I think about what I do and I watch workers grab success out of the jaws of failure and they do it all the time. Hospitals, well, of course, hospitals of course, because we can are creating success yeah. in, in the midst of failure. And, and we do it because we can. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we, we do that all the time. We work with it all the time. Again, it, it's a key thing, though, to remember about complexity, uh, because complexity does not promise us a happy ending. You know, 
Complexity promises us that we can do everything right and still lose. You know, that, that, that's the hard thing for us to grasp with complexity because things change so fast, things can move so fast. You know, that's back to why we need to be adapt and know that we have to adapt. But, uh, uh, you know, we, ha we have to come to terms with that, that element about complexity, that, that there's no promise of the happy ending. There's no promise that we can get it exactly right. No promise that we can get it uh, perfect. Uh, and I know this is something you and I have talked about before, Todd, about the 70% solution. Yeah. You know, that really the best thing that you can do is, is get to 70% just because it's complex and it's moving. Um, and, and, and I, that's, that's a tough one for us to deal with, especially for those of us that are working in organizations where human life is on the line. You know, that, that's a very, very hard place for us to, to be and to come to terms with. Uh, and so that's why we tend to avoid that lesson about complexity a good bit. But, but, but it, it, it is lurking back there, you know, the, this element that, uh, uh, you know, that, that things are in flux, they are moving. So what we really have to do and what I try to do in the classroom is I try to get uh, particularly the executives uh, that I deal with. I try to get them to, to embrace that notion of movement, that what they're really focusing on is the movement, forward movement, and how to shape and affect that forward movement, rather than some perfect endpoint or some desirable outcome. What really counts is the ability to keep moving forward in a useful direction. So what'd you think? I told you, not that I'm a big told you guy, but I told you that super interesting. And the way, uh, just the whole idea of, of really what I would call a communicative strategy, but it's really based upon the sort of these three, well, the idea of people are sense-making that we know that because we're all doing that. I mean, that's what's going on right now. And we need to think, what do we need people to hear? Right. And then think about those three categories, the idea of stability, the idea of confidence, which I talk about all the time as well, and then the idea of consistency. It's it's their key components. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Join us anytime. You know you're welcome. It's just a little community of thought we get together. We've been doing it a long time. We're, we're like old friends now. Until then, learn something new every single day. You did today. Shut up. You did. Have as much fun as you possibly can. Be kind to each other, will you? And for goodness sakes. Be safe.